Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. That's right, people. We are an award winning podcast. podcast. That's um, right. One more time. Yeah, yeah one yeah. more time. <laughs> because we are the little engine that could. And we did. Because, we could, and, and we, we did. did. We beat Oprah, round one, which was like pish yeah. posh. <laughs> Amy Schumer, Anna Ferris, the Lady Gang, which we thought had it in the bag. Yeah, chicks in the office. Like, we were up against some mega Dak Shepard. Dak Shepard. You know. Mark Marin, that's a big show. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. what? Not, <laughs> not, not big, big enough. enough for our listeners. <laughs> All came in behind, scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tony Rad. I mean, you even. It's all the listeners. All I credit mean, to those listeners. All credit totally. to the listeners. All credit to Tanya, like, r- rallied. All credit to <laughs> Sophia and Paulina. Like, there was all credit to your family's teacher in Serbia. Yeah, like, I got the whole oh, university voting. The whole country of Serbia. Uh-huh. Here's the thing. I'm going to be brutally honest with you guys right now. Because we don't have as many listeners as some of those other shows. 100%. So that means our people really made this happen. Oh, totally. They maybe voted a hundred times each. For sure. I had a girl last weekend at, at, uh, at Albertsons and she said she voted 500 times a day. I'm like, how many email addresses is that? Don't do the math. I don't that even might hurt think your brain. she was like being sarcastic either. She was like, yeah, I voted 500 times a day. I was wow. like, I That's love 20 you. emails. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was laying in bed last night thinking the amount of subscribers and listeners com- from ours compared to the other podcasts. Like, if everyone just did it, if everyone got like one vote per email, whatever, and that was like limited, there's no chance. So that means our listeners host. put in so much work. Oh, yeah. People were like complaining too because they were like, two chicks in the office. They won on Twitter. They had the most tweet votes or whatever. And this is rigged. And I was like, thank you, next. Like, no. <laughs> like, this is not like, there's One no on way. Twitter? What does that mean? No, well, there's like a thing that you could retweet. You retweet and you like the hashtags. Yeah. But that was, was like, just a that was just one way that you could vote. Yeah, I love the story of how you found out that you won. So oh, yeah. please take us through your night last night. <laughs> yeah. Where do we start? Start from the beginning of the day. I came over, so I we which the, was so cute. So yeah, so the event for the first time ever, pretty much since I've lived in LA, the event was on the West Side in Santa Monica. And for some reason, we were like, let's get ready at Tanya's in Studio City. Well, it's because the people, like Emma and Tani, who did our hair and makeup, lived in Studio City. So it's nicer for them on a Sunday. Yeah. And we were just like wanting it. We were all wanting to be together. And Mm -hmm. it actually worked out. It was like, you know, traffic got over there. So we were getting ready. We're like talking about like, oh, we don't know if they're going to. We didn't know. We didn't expect them to announce it during the show. Like we thought that that would be weird because like the categories are so huge and we're right. this is a new category. But we thought maybe they do it on the red carpet. So we were like making sure that we got to the red carpet in time. Yeah. Like I was like, it opened at four and I was like, Becca, we are getting there at four o'clock sharp. No later. Or we thought we would, they would do it during commercials. Maybe, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like. Not not like not give us an award, but just be like, or you know, announce the the thing. Like and, at the Oscars, they they have other awards that they just kind of mention briefly. Best yeah, black or like and put white it on a screen. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah, something. So we uh, get ready. We're we're going. We're kind of talking about it. Like what you know, if they if we if they do present it to us and we have to do a speech, like do we know what we're gonna say? And we're like, 
just I'm horrible if I have memorized things. My voice gets shaky and stuff. So I was like, I'll wing it. You you've I feel like you've had a speech ready probably for months now. Um, and so and so we get to the event. We do the red carpet, which was so fun. When so we did fun. that walk, that intro walk, it was so good. <laughs> so we wanted, we were like channeling First Wives Club. That was like our vibe, like the suits, the power, like the like, you know, Ariana Grande, like just move. And so there was this whole like fan pit where you walk down it and everyone was just walking down. And I was like, Becca, we have to pull a First Wives Club and do the like the dance move where they kind of like are going down the street and they yeah. do the thing. And Becca was so down. She's like, OK, let's practice it. So we were practicing it and we did it. And it was so cute. I don't know how cute it was, but I like blacked out when it happened. So. No, it was. Brad was watching and he said it was like super cute. Okay, Can I cool. throw a flag on the play just for a second? You know, the First Wives Club is about ladies who got divorced. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like the 2018 version. Okay, you like yeah. the vibe of it. I'm just making yes. like sure it's you like, didn't think it was for single ladies who have not been married no, yet. No, it's no. women power. It's, it's women, just power. Like women power. Yeah, yeah. like right. don't screw with me, like modern woman. Modern that woman. Type thing. Yeah. So, um, so we do that. We take photos. We run into the lady gang. They were all dressed so cute. Actually, Which, what? That's when the lady gang told us we did. We know we didn't win. No, that's when Lady Gang told us they didn't win. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. They said, we know we didn't win. And so Beck and I were like, we, we don't know that. Yeah. Because they got an email saying like, basically, you didn't win this category. Do you still want to go to the show type thing? Yeah. And we were like, well, we didn't. Well, as far as I know, we didn't get that email. So then our wheels start <laughs> turning and we're like, hmm, this might be something here. Yeah. So we're going on the carpet, waiting for someone to pull us over to present us with our award. <laughs> Walk by Jason Kennedy. He shouts us out. Hey, girls, how's it going? We're like, oh, yeah, man, we guess go. we didn't. You know, maybe two chicks in the office. Like, then we're like, okay, maybe it was two chicks in the office. Yeah. Nobody says anything. We keep making our way down the carpet, make our way to our seats. Still nothing. <laughs> we're like, wow. But then we get to our table, and we're like behind the Kardashians, next to Vanderpump. Like, we're a pretty good table. Yeah, we're with we're seated with the lady gang and two chicks in the office. And so then I run into this girl, and the, <laughs> this is what really threw us off. I run into this girl when I go to the bathroom, and she basically said she, and I hadn't had a sip of alcohol at this point, so I don't think I was drunk. But I swear well, I she said, <laughs> I swear she said, I work for, like, she came up and said she was a big listener to the podcast. I work for E, and she's like, have you guys, uh, like uh, got an acceptance speech and I was like no we didn't you know we didn't win this or they're not going to televise ours and she's like yeah they are they're that your category is going to be on or something like that so then I go wait they're announcing our so then this is how the rumors get started because I go to Becca and I was like I just met this girl from E and she said they're going to televise our yeah. our category we got to think of something so then we start really thinking of well what is weird is they did ask me for video of you guys which they didn't they didn't show video for anything. Yeah, well, they did for the first half of the show. And then the second half, they just like read them off the screen. Oh, yeah. But huh. so, yeah, Tanya comes out from the bathroom and she's like, they said that's going to be announced. Like, we need to have a speech prepared. So my stomach drops. I'm like, I was not ready for this. I would have drank more before. Like, now I feel like I'm going to throw up. My hair was so tight in a ponytail. I already felt like I was going to throw up. Yeah, she was asking for Advil at like noon. It was, was like, so, oh, oh my God, it. I think I still have a headache. It was so tight. Becca was snatched last night. My head, yeah, my hair was snatched. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? Her hair was snatched. It's when you, I guess, when you snatch it up mm -hmm. tight. Like, 
snatched. Ooh. Yeah. And it was it was certainly snatched. But um, so we go to our seats. Tanya starts drinking, and every probably every twenty minutes. What should we say when we <laughs> if we go up there? I'm like, I don't know. You're making me really nervous. Well, because like, then at that point, so we sit at the table, and it's us, the lady gang, and two chicks in the office. And so we're at a podcast table. The lady gang has already said we did not win. Two chicks in the office were like, we didn't hear anything. So then we're like, okay, so it's one of us, right. you know, like it's one of the yeah. two of us. So then I'm like really thinking like Becca, like let's have some thoughts. Like here. were you <laughs> scanning the room for Amy Schumer and she was nowhere to be found? No, no, Amy was not there. She probably would have been at our table with the other yeah. podcasters. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> she like comes to her seat. She's like, who are these? Can you imagine <laughs> if you came in and it's like you guys, the lady gang, two chicks at the office, office, Oprah, Anna and Amy Fer- Schumer. And Anna Ferris. Oh, that would be You're amazing. All- Wait. Hey. So Tanya, so the whole time, <laughs> Tanya's kind of sitting like behind me and all of a sudden I'll feel a whisper in my ear should we mention the fires when we go up there <laughs> <laughs> I'm like because I was like it's so sad because I was like my heart was so happy on Sunday like my mom was as, like my mom was there as my date like my heart was just so happy for just being there but then I was so sad because of all the like devastation that's I, been yeah, going on yeah. aside from the fires the shooting and like I, I just it's been really really like it's been a sad weekend. I actually was worried they were going to cancel it because they canceled yeah. a lot of premieres. Yeah. So then I kept thinking like... And it was in Santa Monica, which for people listening in another state, Santa Monica touches Malibu. Yeah. And all of Malibu was evacuated. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, I feel like we should mention something, you know? No, and- I totally agreed. It was just like literally every five, like every time she's like... Should we thank God when we go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like thank whoever. Like whenever you get up there, it's gonna be quick if it even happens. So just say like, you know, it's really bittersweet being here, celebrating and being excited about this when everything that's going on outside this room. Yeah. Then I was like, we can't forget to thank everybody that works on the podcast. <laughs> we need to give a, a name everybody. But Tanya, I just I have to get in your head for a minute. So Victoria Beckham's on stage and Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and John Legend yeah, uh-huh. and Rita Ora. Uh-huh. And you're like, I think we're going up there. At this point, I didn't think I still didn't think we were going to be on the stage, but I thought they were going to like maybe film something during commercials. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought something was going to like it was because yeah. we were all sitting together but, and they kept putting the camera on our faces. Yeah. Any of the other. How should I put this? Lesser categories. Like the the famous dog was that on stage at all? Nope. Or well, here's like, the thing: if they're having people vote for these, don't you want to give the people who voted, who clearly care about them, some sort of payoff? Well, that's what. And when the girl that. said something to Tony, that's when because I'm watching. It's like Mila Kunis accepts the first award. I'm like. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, yeah. We're not going on stage yeah. anyway. Girl, are we in the wrong place? So, yeah. But I would have thought they would have done in an earlier telecast. Yes. We gave Something. away these and then just put it all on the yes. screen. Right. Right. Like our, like just like the name of the podcast. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like not like, but whatever. The dog, the podcast. Post and the list during a commercial break. Yeah. Something. I would have loved nothing more if you guys were right next to the dog. <laughs> Who was the winning dog? I don't even I'm know. I'm going to find that. that was a thing. Keep talking while I find that. So at this point, I'm... I'm a little saucy. I'm yeah, little... Tanya's normally the, you know, Tanya's normally the positive one. And I'm the one that's having to kind of be like, it's okay. Like, we're, it's fine. We won. Like, 
We might. I think we won. Like, well, because then the event's over. <laughs> no, wait. So what's his name? Chris, Darren Chris comes on. He's like, this is the final award of the night. I'm like, this is not going to be the podcast award. No, He's Becca like, Tobin goes, you guys are doing the pop podcast next. Then we're doing this. So we all, everybody, it, you should have seen everybody at the table. gets their lip gloss out. Starts putting yeah. their lip gloss. Powdering. Out. Oh, that's so sad and painful. I know. And then she goes. I was lying. <laughs> and I was like, that's so embarrassing. Yeah. So Darren Chris comes up. He's all, this is the final award, award of the night for biggest movie of 2018. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh-huh. So then Credits they roll. announce uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. And right, Darren Chris goes, thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of are looking around and, and they go, so who won? <laughs> like, we're all like, who won? And we just kind of hug everybody and say goodbye. Nice to meet you, two chicks yeah. in office. See you guys later, Lady Gang. Like, we already kind of, like, we're trying to get back on the Lady Gang podcast. We want Lady Gang back. We want to do, like, a super podcast with all of us yeah. together. Anyways, nice to meet you. Farewell. So we get in our Uber. So when we get into our car to go to go have dinner because there wasn't food. Tanya's oh, no. pissed at this Wait. point. At the mall. You guys yes. were heading to the mall to yes. have dinner, like at the True food, food court. True yeah. food. Yeah, like we weren't like going to some bougie dinner. Right, like, they're we not were... at Spago, everybody. No, they're at the food court. True yeah. food to have a some healthy food. Do you have to, to in the food night. court because you have such different food tastes, the two of you? Do you have to go to a court? So I wasn't involved in the choosing. I oh. love true food, but I wasn't involved in the choosing. Yeah, capacity. and I knew you liked true food, and I really wanted a nice salad. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> so it's Celebratory like, salad. Yeah. It's like nine right now. We're like, let's go to True Food. We're in the Uber. I'm like, I can call our friend Taylor Banks. She works at E. Like, maybe she has some information. <laughs> so I call her and she's like, uh, let me let me see. I'll send you the press release like once we get it. So she she's like, congratulations. <laughs> you won. And you know well, that you guys are like the last thing down. Right below Crusoe, the celebrity Dachshund. Wow. He was there. I saw him. And Kelty Knight texted me and said, congrats, girls. And I was like, congrats to you guys, too. That was so great. Like, literally just not even over my head. And then we found out. Yeah. All right. Well, since you were that, since you found out in the back of an Uber via press release, we think we should give you the opportunity to give your speeches now okay. and mm-hmm. recreate that moment. OK, mm-hmm. I'll be the presenter. Oh, if it's OK wow. with you. Who should okay. I be? Should I be John Legend? No. Liev Schreiber. I don't know who was there. Who was Sabrina By the Carpenter. way, I want to say Tanya uh, invited me, which is very sweet of her, and I and I didn't go because I don't like going places or doing things. But I do appreciate you. Oh, that was wow. very sweet of you to invite me to that. That's very nice. Well, I figured that like I don't know, it's like a group effort. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we all do this together. So I wanted, but my mom was. I was very, very happy to give up my ticket for your mom. She was so very sweet. thrilled to be there. All right, so I'll be. I'll just be John Legend. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to the People's Choice Awards. Our next category is Best Pop Podcast of 2018. Your nominees are... This is us right now. Should we talk about the fires? Who should we think? Amy Schumer presents Three Girls, One Keith. Oh, wow. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Anna Ferris is unqualified. I think it's Anna Ferris. John Legend. I can't hear you. I'm John Legend <laughs> okay. on the stage. Lady Gang. <laughs> and Chicks in the Office. <laughs> and the winner 
Best Pop Podcast of 2018 is... Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Oh This is their first nomination and first oh win for gosh. Best Pop this Podcast. Is so crazy. Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad. Yeah, whoa! This is... Hey, like, don't fall. Let's walk up there. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. Oh, my gosh. We did not even think we had a chance of winning this tonight. No, we did not. Hence the fact that we don't have a speech prepared. Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, no. Let's start over. Can we start it over? Not the whole thing. Hello, I'm John Legend. Welcome back. <laughs> no. Where, where do you want to go? Where do you want to start over? Um, we have to mention the fires. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Becca Tilly and Tanya Rand. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Wow. Okay. First of all, we just wanted to say it's so bittersweet to be here. There's so much devastation going on outside of this room. And as happy and exciting as this is, we wanted to acknowledge everything that's going on outside with the fires and the recent shooting and all the firefighters and police officers and people who are involved. We're thinking of you. Yeah. And we also we want everybody to pray as much as possible and to donate to the Red Cross. So you can do that by texting to 90999. Um, so we had, we didn't even think we had a chance of winning this tonight. No, we did not. But although in the first round we did beat Oprah. <laughs> we did beat Oprah. So that alone felt like a victory in itself. Victory in itself. And Oprah, we want to take this opportunity uh, during our speech to formally invite you on to our podcast in 2019. Yes, we um, will. We will make some some room for you. Yeah. For that fact, everybody that was nominated in the category, we would love to have <laughs> Have you on the winning podcast? Yeah, because we are the winning podcast. Yes. Um, we'd like to thank our amazing producers of the show, yes. Mark, Easton, Amy, Tori. We couldn't do it without you. No, we could not do it. So we love you guys. And most importantly, our listeners. Truly, you guys showed up in the biggest way possible. We were the little engine that could. And we did. And we did. So for everybody that's been told no in their lives. This one's for you. This one's for you. Thank you to our listeners. I would also, (laughs) I'm still going. I would also like to thank um, Bachelor Nation for always showing up and being invested. Everything that has um, come from that show, you know, it's pretty much why I'm here. Mm -hmm. I would also like to thank Ryan Seacrest while we're at it. You know, he believed in me from day one. Didn't he, Mark? Hundred percent. Oh, you're not in this. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. You're not there. Yeah, you're John Legend. Legend. Sorry. Yeah. Mark's at Uh, home in bed. In bed. Uh, But Mark, also, you have believed in me from day one. (laughs) So I would like to extend um, my gratitude to you guys, as well as our parents, because we wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, and thank you to you, Tanya, for being the best co-host there is. And thank you to you, Becca, for just being the best co-host there is. I think you'd have to start some music now to get us (laughs) off. To get us off. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much too. Thanks to the Grey's Anatomy cast because you inspired us. We're happy to have any of you guys on on the podcast. Please come on the podcast. We love you all. Thank you. Thank you. John Legend, you're also welcome to come on the podcast. Hello to Kris Jenner. (laughs) Hi to Kris Jenner. And Chrissy, your wife, we'd like to have her on too. (laughs) Thank you. Good night. (laughs) 
Wow, I'm so glad we didn't we did get. <laughs> Thank God they didn't announce that. <laughs> Truly, everybody was so eloquent last night. We get oh. up there and we're like, "Wait, who kept winning? What was that show that kept winning? That shadow like, boxing yeah. or something? Shadow, no, shadow horse." No, shadow shadow hunters. Oh. And I was wondering if it was that they were very available to attend. No, because can I tell you why? That's why we won, because it was legit. It wasn't, it was not like Hollywoody where they like right. give the so awards. They must and- have rallied their their people. It's on Freeform oh and mm-hmm. it's a popular they won show. But- four four mm-hmm. people's choice awards. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Harry Shum Jr. won like yep. action star of yep. the world or something. Who knew? But I will say they definitely had the cameras on us a lot more than I had anticipated. Were you not shocked by that, Becca? No. I think, yeah, I kept thinking. I'm like, and it's awkward. It was like right in her face. I'm like, where do I look? Do I talk? Do I just smile and clap? Like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) The first time that's happened to me. The camera was right here, and I was like, I had my wine. I was like drinking my wine. I saw it, and I was like, Ooh, okay. I don't want to look like a lush on the, the, the really unfortunate part is that once they came out of the bathroom and told me that the girl said that they were announcing it, I was like, I am not drinking and like, I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not oh, going to no. like, so then I was just sitting there like sober Sally the whole night. Just <laughs> while Tanya was living life, ready, asking, whispering in my ear <laughs> every five seconds. And my mom was like, maybe not so much wine. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Mom, mom, calming you down. I um, just, yeah. Tell us about this guest that's going to come in here in just a minute. I mean, I am super excited. We have Kristen Dalton here, and she um, is a former Miss USA, and she has written a book. I mean, she has a lot of things going she on. She basically but- wrote a book about what you two believe. There we go. Inner Amy summed it up. strength, courage, beauty, know your worth, all those things that Tanya says. That is what her her message is yours. Yeah, so I it's, thought, oh, my God, it's basically well, she calls it the sparkle effect, but it's kind of like how to like you have that magic impact without like necessarily like having having it all. If that makes sense, like you might not have the job, you might not have the man, you might not have the whatever fill in the blank that society says you need to have. But you have this like magnetic energy and, and force. And that's what she wrote this book about. Yeah, I think uh, she talks a lot about radiance and what what does that look like to like what does true radiance look like a lot of people define it as like a physical um like the physical way someone looks or or um what they all have what materialistic things they Mm -hmm. have and I think what she's saying is radiance is something that's way way more about your inner beauty you know who has that and this when you're saying that because you've met her too you know on this is us Chrissy Metz oh yeah she's not like by society's standards, mm-hmm. fitting in the 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 mold, yeah, the whatever it is that society says is right. cool or beautiful. Yeah. This when you meet her, she's like magical in a way. Like she's so kind and friendly and warm and beautiful, and you're like, whoa! Like it's not surprising to me at all that she's had so much success because she completely deserves it mm-hmm. because. Of what she like puts into the universe. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. That's what came to my mind when you're talking about that. Yeah, but I'm super excited to have her because I feel like it's a very um, fitting guest today after we won this award. Because as silly as I mean, as exciting as this award award is, and even though we're being silly about it, like it's a big deal, and like I feel oh, like this is like something su- that we should be super proud of. However, 
it doesn't define like what we're putting out there, whether we want or not, like what we're doing. And like, I, I got a tweet that I want to read in a little bit that I, I like teared up this morning reading it because it was like, wow, we're doing so much more than just like talking on a on Oh, a yeah. And we've, we've truly have like created a community of people that like feel like they can be authentically themselves. They can be kind and nice and and. It's I don't know. It's cool to be like that. And I think it's really special. And I I mean, I know we're joking like during our acceptance speech and stuff like that, because I can't go into the like heartfelt place because I will cry. Like I will go into like a really, I don't want to say dark place because this award means so much to me personally, Mm -hmm. but I want to keep it like light and bright because I think it's okay too to say like how grateful we are that anyone listens. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, we don't take that for granted. Like, no, it is so kind that somebody takes an hour out of their life to listen to, you know, it's really, that's not even a lot. It's not even like that. It's like the listens. Yes. And the, and the, like the fact that this woman voted 500 times a day for, for this podcast. And it's like people, and like this one woman on the carpet that was interviewing me, I feel like you were with the person next to me. She said that she wanted to dress up in red scrubs because she was such a fan of the podcast and she, and a nod to, to the, to helping me find my red starburst. And I was just like, I know I'm like, it gets, gets really, she was I get, asking you questions on the carpet. She yeah. Was like she's impressed. a reporter. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, it get, I get really emotional because I think like for a lot of times, and I mean, I feel like Amy and Mark, you can attest to this, especially like in my early years in radio, I was to- told like, don't talk so much. Oh, or I you're, love those stories. Yeah. Stop, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. Or you're too much of a cartoon character. Oh, well, people- I think ratings poison was actually used at one point. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Yeah. Wow. I, I like really... It, got hit hard, hard, hard in the mm-hmm. beginning of, of my career. And so Look, like to I, be on the other end of it right now is like my mind is still just like blown. Like I I really don't even have words. So like it it's not so much the award, but it's almost like it's like a message of like we're doing something powerful. We're well, doing it's something. It's like Becca positive. just said someone sent her a message that made her tear up. Like, yeah. It comes our way too. It means so much when somebody mm-hmm rights or has an opinion or Mm -hmm. a feeling and look you guys are cute and smart and wonderful and all those things but you're also imperfect right and authentic and i think for me that's why i like you guys so much it's like nobody's putting on airs with you two it's like this is what we are Mm -hmm. sorry i know and that's almost why like it's hard when somebody like says something about your character because i'm like that's just how i am you know what i mean like i am i am a cartoon character at times but like I don't really know what else, I don't know another way to be other than myself, you know? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's like, I, I mean, I just, like, this last week for some reason, I had, like, a ton of, like, trolls on my Instagram being like, Becca's had surgery, Becca looks so different. And I'm like, I literally oh, yeah. haven't done anything. I've, I've, I've gained weight, so I think my face looks fuller. And people are like, she has, like, fillers. <laughs> I don't know. But it's like, yeah, weird it was like really like, mean. Yeah, it was like really mean. And I haven't, I really haven't, I don't deal with that a lot. I know a lot of people do. And I've always heard like, oh, you know, like I remember hearing like the more, I remember actually, I think one of the Kardashians said it, words to live by. But they said, the more successful you get, the more haters you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And so I always have thought like, I don't want, I don't necessarily want hate. Like, I don't want that. Like, I want to be able to be successful. People still be nice to me. But it was just a, 
moment of being like, well, these people should not define like what I feel about myself or my confidence or like what I'm, you know, putting out there for other people just because they're hurting my feelings. So yeah, Kristen Dalton's going to be here in just a second. I'm super excited to talk to her. Um, but first, Mark and Tanya are going to tell me about Amazon Fire. Tanya, what are you watching lately? What's your What's your thing? What are you really into right now? Oh, well, on YouTube? Sure, or anywhere. Well, you know I have that show with Brad. You have a show on YouTube? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it called? It's called The B-Rad and T-Rad Show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, so we've actually been watching a lot of YouTube videos to kind of figure out, like, kind of the direction that we want to go in. B-Rad, Brad. Brad. And T-Rad. Tony Rad. Yeah, I get that. Thank you. So the cool thing is now with Amazon Fire TV, Uh you don't have to watch that on your phone anymore. You can watch it on the giant screen. So if you can't get enough Tanya and B-Rad, you can watch it on TV now. Magical. You made it. You got your own TV show through Amazon Fire TV. Mom and Dad. It brings all the live and streaming content you love to the biggest screen in your house. You can watch everything you love with access to Netflix, Prime Video, Hulu, and so much more. And of course, YouTube videos, websites. You can do Facebook on Fire TV. You can do Reddit. By the way, go on Reddit and see what they're saying about this show. That's... Oh, is that bad? <laughs> uh, it's been okay lately, but they have strong opinions on Reddit about all podcasts. Wow. Yeah. I'll go check that out. Check that out. You know what you can also do, what? which is kind of cool, is iHeartRadio. Oh. So you can listen to this podcast through your Fire TV. That's awesome. You can really do it all, and it's really simple. You just plug it in, and you connect it to Wi-Fi, and you're off. And then, you know how Alexa is your best friend? Mm-hmm. Well, now Alexa is going to be in your TV, so you can say, Alexa, open YouTube, or Alexa, open up Netflix. Alexa, find me some comedies. Alexa, I really need a romantic movie right now, whatever it is. Right. Alexa can help you navigate that. Awesome. So there it is. Just go to Amazon.com slash scrubbing in. You can get a Fire TV of your very own, and you know they make great gifts this holiday season. That's a super gift. Yeah, it's not expensive, and you're going to tell somebody you love them so much. Mm -hmm. Amazon.com slash scrubbing in. Okay, I want to talk about the farmer's dog. So Phoebe loves to eat no matter what. I'm not going to lie. She is an eater. but Like mother, like daughter. Yeah, but she is obsessed with the farmer's dog. Because I have tried, you know, I was cooking for her beef and rice, like on a regular basis. I know, I I witnessed it. I cooked more for her than I ever did for myself, and I got tired of it. And so I was trying different foods, and she literally wouldn't eat them. So I was like, I'm going to try the farmer's dog. It's like fresh food that they cook, and it has like carrots, spinach, chickpeas. It's like healthy food for your dog. It's basically what I did if I upped my cooking skills. And they send it straight to straight to my door. That's your favorite part. Yeah. So I decided to try it and she loves it. She loved it immediately. It's not like I had to like encourage her. It was an instant thing. Um, dog, a ton of dog food companies claim to use natural ingredients. But I mean, most of the food that our dogs are eating are like hard burnt pieces of food in a bag. And it Gross. seems like. Like, I would never eat that. Why would I ever expect Is this to like the that? farmer's market for dogs? Basically. I enjoy that. Um, so what you do, you go on thefarmersdog.com and you fill out a quiz about your dog. Like, what kind of dog she is. What I mean, what breed, how much she weighs, what sort of meat she would prefer if she wants it. Um, and then it arrives in pre-portioned packs, ready to open and pour. It's easy. It doesn't smell bad because it's real food. 
Studies show that adding fresh food to your dog's diet can reduce some cancers by close to 90%. So I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. So start feeding your dog better today. Try a week free at thefarmersdog.com slash Becca. Plus you get free shipping. Get your first week free at thefarmersdog.com slash Becca. One more time, thefarmersdog.com slash Becca. All right. So as we said before, we have a very special guest today. Um, pretty much embodies what this podcast is about. We have Kristen Dalton Wolf in the building. Yay. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> After y'all just won people's choice. <laughs> so exciting. So I feel so honored. Well, we feel honored. So yeah. thank you. Um, wait, where are you from? I'm from North Carolina. Okay. I knew I heard it. Yes. Is that where you live currently? No, I'm here in LA. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Right down the street. Oh, oh nice. really? So I was real happy that you, you record here in Burbank. <laughs> and does your husband live here too? Yes. Husband and a daughter, Aurora, 16 months, and I'm pregnant. I'm three months oh, pregnant. First, I wish y'all could see her. You would never guess. <laughs> like, literally. Well, it's the morning, so I haven't eaten that much. So oh. it's, you know. Stomach is flatter in the morning, but when I eat throughout the day, you can see a little. Are you have Are you having morning sickness or anything? No, thank goodness. Did you have it with your first? Yes, oh. the whole first twelve weeks. But it's a boy. Oh, so. congratulations! Yeah. So exciting. So no morning sickness, but I am having. You, you can't tell as much right now, but I'm having like breakouts on my cheeks, which is hormonal. Oh, yeah. Which I is can't because see of the them, rise in testosterone. Yeah. That's so crazy. Signs that you're having a boy. Yeah. Breakouts on your cheeks. <laughs> well, I should be pregnant with a boy all the time. <laughs> Wait, can we hear how you met your husband? <laughs> I was just, that was going to yes. be my next question. Oh, my gosh. I love that y'all want to know. Uh, I love talking about my husband. Um, yeah, we met at a Bible study here in Los Angeles. Um, it was right when it was first starting. Have you ever gone to um, Judas Smith's Bible study? Oh, yeah. yeah. The montage. I don't know if it's still there, but um, so I I'd, went to that like when it first when it was like very first starting before when it was in um like the living room like Jason, Jason Kennedy. Yeah. House. Yes. So that's where we met. Yeah. When it was in the living room, there was like twenty people there, and and I was actually there because I liked another guy. But oh. and, and I love God too. Um, <laughs> But uh, so I was interested in another guy that he didn't give me the time of day that night. Um, but my husband, Chris, came up to me and he he just has this very like warm, approachable personality. He kind of treats everybody the same. Like, hey, you know, like so he was very he, he wasn't flirting with me. He didn't really have game. You know, I didn't feel like he was coming on to me, which is good because that makes me I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, Ew, uh, like. Thank you. Next. No, <laughs> yeah. I, so then that makes me feel like, like yeah. I have to, you know, whatever. have game back. Exactly. So I just felt very comfortable with him. I thought he was one of the, like the leaders who was just trying to make me feel welcome. <laughs> um, the welcome crew. <laughs> but then, but then this like really pretty girl who's one of his friends like came up behind him and threw her arms around him and she's like, "Let's go up to the rooftop." And he was like, "Oh my gosh, you just you know ruined my chance of getting your number." So uh, so then later that night he found me on Facebook and friended me and sent me a message the next day and was like, "So nice to meet you last night. Hey, by the way, um, my friends and I are going to play." But, beach volleyball this weekend would you want to come and i'm like well i'm introverted and i don't really want to hang out with so like, funny i was invited yeah. to those volleyball oh, things really? the beach? Yeah. <laughs> wow did you ever go no yeah why I probably the same reason as me <laughs> i don't know why i never went to be honest <laughs> okay, okay do you play volleyball no well, yeah me neither part oh, that's okay. part of it yeah. no like, like i get that you could just go and just like hang yeah like i do that a lot like but i can't remember why i never went yeah you had well, the farmers that's market. just not how I want to get to know someone. I'm like, if you want to like date me, like yes. ask me on a date. Yeah. You know, 
Well, there's like, high be fives being thrown around here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I just didn't respond um, until Monday. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really bad at checking Facebook. And he was like, yeah, me too. He told me later he was checking like every five minutes. Oh. Um, and then he's like, you know, I should, so I should probably just like get your number. And, and so I gave it to him. But then I, and then he gave me his number back, but I didn't save it in my phone. So when he called me, you know, it was just an anonymous number. Yeah. Don't answer those. Uh, so I don't answer those. <laughs> they go straight to my voicemail. So I listen to my voicemail. And he's like, Kristen Dalton. So nice to meet you the other night. Blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what he said, but he was very confident. But he didn't introduce himself. Oh. And so I was like, who did I give my number to? Uh, and then I was like, oh, I think it was that guy on Facebook. So we ended up texting. I don't like to talk on the phone. I get really nervous. <laughs> so we, so he would like call me every day for like two weeks and I would text him back. And then finally one night he called me and I had had a couple glasses of wine and I was like, oh, what the heck? And we ended up talking for like six hours. Oh my God. This is yeah. so relatable. I feel like this is how so many people feel because it's so easy to be like, I just wish someone would pick up the phone and call me. But I'm like, I don't like talking. Like, I don't necessarily want that. I yeah. mean, I really enjoy a phone call, yeah. but yeah. that's just me. Well, I think on one hand, because I'm pretty tr traditional when it comes to like the guy pursues yeah, yeah. the girl. Uh -huh. And I want you to pick me up. I want you to take me on the date. Like, yeah. all the things. But it is really weird how there's some parts of me that are like, let's, you know, I want to like. Text you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Because I feel, I guess it's because I feel a little bit of pressure when I don't have any really context we haven't really hung out mm -hmm. before so yeah. I, I know you're calling me because you like me yeah. right and so then I just felt nervous well yeah <laughs> but this I feel like so cute I can't <laughs> even handle it I'm like freaking out <laughs> you're so sweet well we kind of have oh like God. go back and forth on the because I I've always been way more traditional in the sense of like no if he wants me he'll come get me yeah but I do, I have noticed, like, I think Tanya is, has a very different approach of being, well, she goes back and forth. She, like, she goes between, I want to be pursued, like, if he wants me to come and get me to, I'm a modern woman. I can Look, make things happen right. myself. I am a modern yeah. woman. And I can, like, I can talk. I, but I think in my mind, there's a bigger, like, God's got me. So mm -hmm. it's like, there's nothing I can do to, like, mess it up. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... If I want to talk to somebody or I want to reach out and I want to, you know, to text somebody first or do, it's like, I'm going to do it. I mean, God's I, I got you, but he also gives you like common sense to like know yeah. when to either stand back or let something happen. It's, it's funny. Like, I heard, I heard someone say that a similar sentiment the other day about how like, if it's God's plan, like I can't mess it up. And, but I do think you can derail it yeah. and there can <laughs> oh, be, a, there, me. there can be a distraction and a detour that will take longer to get to his purpose or his plan if you're if you're not acting like in accordance yeah, yeah but it's funny I mean? because i feel like i um i'll go on like a a spree where i'll just like have like all like uh, i think it was like maybe two months ago i was like to have like four guys and in my uh -huh. like whatever world or rolodex yeah <laughs> and it was one of my best friends brad he was like tanya it's hectic energy like you need to just like be done with all of these guys and just like do you and i was like you know what i've yeah been you've just, been doing that more. i've just been doing me yeah. and like i'm really just good like it feels good when you say you've been doing you what do you mean by that just like li doing living my life working mm -hmm. hang out with my friends Focusing on winning yourself. people's choice awards <laughs> yeah like right oh my gosh <laughs> seriously <laughs> being so just fulfilled totally yeah and happy yeah and, mm -hmm. yeah which is which actually gets us to the sparkle effect my book yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's kind of about that i mean it's about living your life being it's like you might not have, you know, 
XYZ fill in the blank of like what everybody's society says that you need to have to have like the perfect happy life. You're saying just be happy with yourself Mm. and you're going to create that energy. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I, I feel like in especially today's kind of like social media, Instagram world, we think that in order to be successful or in order to win in life or to get the guy or the dream or whatever it is, we have to have certain qualities in order to get there. Like we have to come from a wealthy family mm-hmm. or have a certain amount of money in our bank account or parents who are very connected mm-hmm. um, or uh, a certain relationship status or a certain amount mm-hmm. of followers on Instagram or likes and comments or a verified status mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And I have just noticed, um, so I'm a former Miss USA. And when I was competing at Miss USA, um, in that world, it's like there's this whole kind of like subculture of fans who make their prediction lists and rank the girls. And they predict who's going to be in the top 15, top five, who's going to win. And when I was going to compete, I wasn't on anyone's radar. Um, I didn't have like, that's right, girl. I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily the most beautiful girl. Um, I remember comments about how I looked, how I was very plain, how I wasn't like, what is it called? A head turner. Um, and so I wasn't on anyone's prediction list and I didn't have like all of the, 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 the fans and the followers and what you think you need in order to win. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's okay. Cause I had a, a voice within me that had told me since I was a little girl, like you're going to be Miss USA one day. And I listened to that and I was like, I just can't wait for these people to see it <laughs> when they, when they see me on the telecast, because Girlfriend. I know like, wow, there is something else. And, and people call it the it factor. Uh-huh. Um, it's like this aura or this radiance about a girl that just draws you to her. It's like, warm magnetic it makes you feel comfortable but but it's like this mysterious kind of invisible quality that really hasn't been defined and I feel like the it factor like when when you talk about it it sets girls up to fake it till they make it or to turn it on um and then you're just operating from this place of like faking um, emptiness, not really feeling confident. You're just like acting confident. And, mm-hmm. and I used to do that. Like when I was, when I was young, I remember I was, I was so good at walking in school and being like, Hey, smiling, acting happy, acting confident, but not feeling it and not feeling sure of myself on the inside. Right. And I just, so I wrote the sparkle effect because that night after I won Miss USA, uh, the head judge came up to me and she's like, um, hey, Kristen, I just want to let you know that after they announced the top 15, all the judges leaned into me and they were like, how do we know who to pick? All these girls are like pretty and qualified. And she's like, you're going to see it in a girl through the night. It's the girl who sparkles. It's in her eyes and in her smile. And she's like, Kristen, I just want to let you know that girl was you. And after they leaned in, after the commercial break, uh, they were like, hey, we see who you're talking about. We see the girl who sparkles. And um, I was like, oh, that's so cool because I was on a winning high, you know. Yeah. I was like, and then I moved to Los Angeles after my years Miss USA. I was like going on auditions. I started judging pageants. I was coaching girls, working in ministry. And I started to see firsthand that it was true. It's like not always the girl that like when you look at her right, right. away, you're like, oh, my gosh, she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. She has everything it takes. But it's not necessarily like the obvious choice that rises to the top. It's this girl with this this sparkle Mm -hmm. about her. And so I was just asking the question, you know, are you born with that? Does everybody get it? Is it only meant for some girls? Like, can it be taught? And I, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I moved out to LA, someone told me for the first time, 
They're like, Kristen, don't you know that you are a daughter of the king? Because I believe that God is the king Mm -hmm. of the world. And I was like, oh, that's so crazy. It was a paradigm shifting moment for me. I was like, oh, if I'm a daughter of the king, then that makes me a princess, (laughs) like full time. Right. And that makes me royalty. And I realized that so much of my life I was like pressing into I was like striving from this place of emptiness. I was trying to like make God proud, prove myself to people. And I realized that actually all along, I already was all the things I was trying to be. And if that was true for me, then it's true for every girl because we're all God's daughter. Mm -hmm. And that makes us all royalty. That makes us all approved. It makes us all fulfilled. It makes Mm -hmm. us all like we're already operating from this place of validation rather than for validation. And so I was like, well, what would it what would it look like to define that thing mm-hmm. that invisible quality the sparkle effect and so that's what i that's what i call it the sparkle effect so in my book um i broke it down into 31 qualities of what it really takes to press that out cuz it's in it's in all of us it's our is available within all of us totally so did you do 31 for proverbs 31 <laughs> um yes there's that and then 31 31 days of the month Oh, cool. Oh, it's like a little devotional. Yeah, it, it okay. can be. The chapters are, are pretty digestible and, and easy to read. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. That's so cool. I wow. wanted to make it so it story. wasn't overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Because, I, honestly, I just went to um, New York for the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Yeah. And it was amazing. I mean, it was like a dream come true. Yes. But you, I found myself being like, oh, my, like, look, even, not even just, I mean, the models you almost, like, are able to separate, like, those are, like, Victoria's Secret models and you know whatever but even just like the girls around me it's like you're looking and it's like I'm you find yourself comparing yourself mm-hmm. and my I was telling my friend about it, I was te- we were texting back and forth and she was like Becky you have you have some you have more than just how you look like you have something that's in you and mm-hmm. you have so much more to offer people mm-hmm. than just what you look like mm-hmm. or what you wear or what your makeup looks totally. like and I was like and I know that like I'm like very I'm a Christian too and I'm like very aware of like my worth and where it comes from but yeah. it was this moment of where I got like in my head and people were I was just telling them before you walked in people were commenting I've, I literally I don't know if I've like gained weight in my face or something and people <laughs> were like like she's had so much work done and I had my makeup done a different way and people were just like it was like mean stuff yeah but, right. really mean and she just had like baking on her face like yeah it was really, I mean for people under that don't know, eye, that's yeah, like, it's a, like under eye bright nerve whatever yeah. but it like got and, like my a nose head. contour so i don't know you're something d- I, did, different I looked makeup. different but it was like oh she did her makeup different but instead people were very saying very hurtful things and it like really mm-hmm. got in my head and i normally i never get mm-hmm. like that and for some reason it like got to me yeah and i was like what am i doing like why am i giving these people who like don't even know who i am as a person like they mm-hmm. don't even know me personally I'm giving them my time. I'm giving them my energy and I'm letting them bring me down when mm-hmm. I know like who I am and what I have to offer. And it's so much more than how my makeup looks or what my face looks like. And yeah. it was just like a weird moment of like allowing it to shift me. And I, I didn't like it. Yeah. No. Well, I, you know what? I'm going to go on your Instagram and I'm going to troll <laughs> those comments so hard. I'm literally going to respond to every single person and say, thank you next. Thank you next. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your opinion. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, I can't. It's so funny because it's like everyone's first instinct is to go negative. You know what I mean? It's like they comment that saying hurtful things when why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like why? Well, it's just like you reading the things of people like not 
going into that. Pa- I mean, I don't even. I can't oh, even yeah. imagine the pageant world and being like, "Why hasn't anyone chosen me? Yeah, like why isn't he, why isn't no one like thinking that I have a chance?" And it's mm. that weird feeling that you're like, and they don't know. Before like, you got here, we were talking about earlier on in my radio career how I was told like that I was not good enough and I'm mm-hmm. too much of a cartoon character and I'm ratings poison ratings poison yeah not I didn't You're call what? that I ratings did. poison <laughs> ratings marks oh wow direct yeah. quote. are you serious and this is like about my personality like you know what I mean like you that's like hurtful <laughs> and like it's really bad yeah, and like to see you. yeah totally right. but it's like now all this is coming around and like just the trajectory of my career is completely flipped and it's like you have to kind of silence it all yeah. mm-hmm. and just know and it's really hard to do. Yeah. I don't really know how anybody does it. And when you say that it doesn't get to you at all, you're lying. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That is that you're is human. the first the first part of having that and both of y'all totally have it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have one people's choice award and <laughs> and risen above naysayers in your life right. and risen above the criticism. Mm-hmm. The first part of having the sparkle effect is to make a decision. A, you have to make a decision of like the fact that you you were here for a purpose and you have a God-given dream. And two, you have to make a decision that you're going to believe that you are worthy because there are so many moments and so many people and so many situations that are going to tell us the complete opposite. Yeah. Just like the the other night when you were dealing with the criticism about your face mm-hmm. and your beauty and you were like, and then I, and then you had that moment of weakness where it really got to you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Having the sparkle effect or being confident doesn't mean that you're you're above yeah, getting yeah. your feelings hurt. Right, right, right. It just means that you're going to make a comeback. Right. Mm-hmm. That you're going to rise above it and you're mm-hmm. going to be like, hold on a second, hold on a second. Actually, I have a truth, a capital T truth, <laughs> to cling on to that trumps this. Mm-hmm. And even today, like I had like a little bit of a moment of weakness. I started feeling a little bit nervous as I was walking in the building. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, why am I feeling like this? Why am I feeling like this? Into this uh, building? Yeah. I just started feeling nervous. And I and I don't really usually get nervous. I get excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I started feeling nervous. And I was like, I don't want to feel that way. It's completely against the sparkle effect. Why am I feeling this <laughs> way? And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I, it's okay. Like, I'll just like, because I'm really good at, if I feel nervous, I can act like I'm confident. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to fake it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hold on. What do I need to cling on to that's true? Mm-hmm. And the truth is. I've been positioned for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. So I can cling on to that. I am here. Like I was invited here because I'm meant to be here. Yeah. And y'all are here because you're meant to be here. Yeah. You know, and so just reminding a, ourselves of the truth. Yeah. When when the little lies come yeah. in. Mm-hmm. I understand it's the so nerves good. were people's choice award winners. Yeah. yeah. No, I <laughs> mean, the nerves, so crazy. The nerves, I'm just like, what's happening right now? The nerves kicked in last night. I don't really get oh, nervous yeah, either. I, I get more excited about yeah. stuff. And last night I got like a little bit like, Ooh. I got that queasy feeling of like, oh God. Like, was it y'all's oh. goal? Were you like, we want this? Or were you kind of like, did you even think you were in the realm of possibility? <gasps> well, originally what? it was. At, at first, <laughs> it was not in their own possibility. But right. then once they made the first cut, Tanya made it her mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yeah. became the only option was to win. Okay. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yes. it, was, it was mission possible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because I, I, I literally was like, if we don't win this, I want to go down knowing that we gave it everything that we possibly could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But guess Leave what? Leave no doubt. We did Leave no regret. We did not lose. <laughs> 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 Against Anna Ferris and Amy Schumer. 
I heard I heard Oprah too. Oprah, yeah. but that was like first round. Like, pff, what is ha- y'all? I know it's crazy. <laughs> How long have you had your podcast in existence? Just oh, a year. year. What? Like a little over a year. This is exciting. I know. Yeah. I feel like everyone's going to be so inspired to start a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inspired to start a podcast. No, and I, I, think it's, I think it's cool because um, even little things that you do like on a daily, I feel like it's it's. You know, when you create this kind of, when you're saying you live a purposeful life, like even just like the littlest things, like somebody messaged me the, the other day about how they've been feeling really badly about their themselves physically mm-hmm. and how I inspire them to like go, go to the gym oh, for that day. So cool. yeah, yeah. Just like little things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I make it a priority every single day to do an hour of something for myself, whether mm-hmm. it's like That's walk good. or run or something. Yeah. And, um, they were like, I was not, I was literally about to talk myself out of going to the gym. And then I saw this story and like, now I put my shoes on and I'm going. And it's like, wow. well, just little things yeah, like so that. True. You know what I mean? That's like, it's constantly happening even through mm-hmm. this, what you're saying. Like you're touching so many people through this book. And um, I just think it's, it's really cool. I'm so happy that you're here today. Me too. Wow. Thanks for having me. It was so wow. much work pressing this book out, y'all. Was oh. it? It was like, it was like so many things that I wrote about, like comparison, self-doubt, confidence when did you start writing anxiety like these these things those things that I talked about like overcoming and how to overcome it that I thought I was totally like above they started being triggered yeah like just in this this process because you know like when you take new ground or new territory like new devils come up it's like Mm -hmm. new level new new devil Mm -hmm. Um, wow that is good our Facebook group's gonna quote that one new level new (laughs) New devil devil. and you also said something earlier you said from validation not for validation exactly I love Mm -hmm. too yeah so you're operating like from victory like you've already won you're already there you're already like you're you're operating from like this confidence that's like in you Mm -hmm. and you're not like seeking it from outward sources you're not I love that you're not an empty love when did you start writing this like time-wise like what year uh the end of 2015 it took me four months to write it and then once you write it it takes like a year to publish right well I was gonna go the self-publishing route because I've self-published two other books and I love that process because I'm I'm a maximizer and an activator. I like to get things done quick. Uh-huh. I don't like to wait for other people's. Time. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I really wanted this one to. This is the book I've been waiting to write, so I really wanted to do it justice. So I talked to some people just in the industry about it, and they're like, "You should really go the traditional publishing route." So just the process of finding the book agent, the book agent reading it, deciding she liked it, and then pitching it to publishing houses mm-hmm. and then them making edits and having right. the phone calls and going through the deals. Like, it was finally released in October, October 2nd, 2018. So Wow. I've always wanted to write a book, so I'm so interested in, like, the, the process. The process. Yeah. Everyone mm-hmm. says don't do it, but I'm like, what? yeah. But I'm like, I really want to for some reason. I mean, it's not a moneymaker. Like it's right. like, <laughs> a passion project. Right. It's a passion project. Yeah. And. But that's I mean, my whole life. Right. Truly. If it's in your heart to do it, then you should do it. Hello, yeah. girl. You should make it mission possible, just like you did with People's <laughs> Choice. If you can do that, then you can write a book. And it'll probably be New York Times bestseller. <laughs> yeah. Ratitude. Ratitude. Yeah. That's the title I of the do, book. Yeah. I actually. That's cute. Wow. Oh, hello. <laughs> um, I know that your hair was long in this. Yeah. And did you just recently chop it? It was a gradual process. Um, I had short hair trauma from the seventh grade. My mom is not a hairstylist, and she cut my hair. Because I was like, I want to be cute and have short hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> because Cameron Diaz was like the hot yeah. thing at the time. And uh, But she, it was not Cameron Diaz, y'all. I have a picture I'll show you. It was a boy haircut. 
And I cried. I cried so hard in the bath. I cried every night for probably six months. Um, And by the time I could like put it in a ponytail, I would like slick it back with water and then hairspray it down and then clip it with all those like little clips to keep it. Wow. You just really took me back. (laughs) So bad. Flicking it back with the hairspray (laughs) and water. Yes. Oh my gosh. How old are you? (laughs) Probably around that age. 12, 13. The worst. The worst. The best. I had really bad like acne, cystic acne, and cover my face, and it was terrible. Um, so, so I was like, I will never have short hair again. I only want to have long hair. So for the longest time, I had long hair. But then after my baby came, um, well, first of all, I'd wake up with like breast milk encrusted in my hair, uh, yeah. and then it was nasty. And then <laughs> second of all, I just started feeling like heavy, and yeah, just heavy. And I was like, I feel like I need to feel, fr- I want to feel fresh and light. And I, I need, I need a change, mm-hmm. like revive, like mm-hmm. snap back into like who I am. Cause yeah. motherhood can steal your identity y'all. Um, and so it was kind of the, it's, it's been five haircuts to get to this. Oh, I like mm-hmm. gradual. Well, Tony, yeah. I just, I read, I didn't know that this is why you cut your hair, but I read on the, um, kiss website, like why <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Oh, that's, I love that. Yeah. What happened? I had. <laughs> why are you laughing? That you read. I know that you read. Yeah, why can't she tell me? She didn't tell me why she didn't share that with me. So I have to read she things where it. I can. Yeah. Saw why did Tanya cut her hair? Yeah. <laughs> a tweet popped up, and it's like, why the powerful reason why Tanya cut her hair? I'm like, well, that's clickbait. <laughs> it's funny because the moment actually I think happened on the podcast where it came out of my mouth, but I my hair was really long for a long time, and um. It was because somebody told me guys like long hair. Uh-huh. And I think I said it on the podcast, like guys like long hair. And the minute I like heard it come out of my mouth, I was like, this literally goes against everything that yeah. I say. It's like, I'm like, do what you want. Do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And I wanted That's to change. Good. I definitely didn't want yeah. it this short, but I'm happy that it is. Like mm-hmm. I wanted so cute less than this and she did way more, but I'm happy about it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm happy that I like did it because it just really like, it did it like changed my vibe. Does it kind of make you want to keep cutting it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I think I'm good. I want it all to be in a ponytail. Okay. Because I like work out a lot. I don't think I could handle the The little scraggles. Yeah. It's kind of cute though. It is kind of cute. But you know, you got to do you. Do you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I think you were the perfect first guest to have after this People's win, choice, honestly, yeah. because I think what our podcast is about is everything that you represent. Mm-hmm. It is about the sparkle effect, and I just didn't know what it was called, but that's, I think that sums it up. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like so many of our listeners have experienced what you have talked about just even today and I'm sure what you talk about in your book and I think there's something that's so comforting about hearing someone who struggles and rises above the struggles yeah it's real and you're not above getting your feelings hurt like I think you think Miss USA you think like she got it all why would she have any insecurity yeah right so I, I really can't thank you enough for being here. Aww. And it was really special. And I feel like really encouraged. And I'm super excited to read this. Oh, yes. thanks, y'all. Thanks for having me. Um, where can you buy The Sparkle Effect? You can get it uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart. I think really anywhere you buy books. Great. Right. Yeah. Everybody get it. Yeah. yeah. Sparkle Effect. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank scrubbing you. in today. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for and scrubbing. I'm, and I'm scrubbing out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, 
Can we talk about what we got asked on the red carpet last night at the People's Choice oh, Award? Oh, yeah. That was really nice and unexpected. A woman came up to Becca and I and asked us who our dentists were because our teeth are so great. Yeah, it was like a very unexpected question, but very appreciated. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't. I couldn't tell her my dentist because I'm going to be honest. I don't go to the dentist as much as I should, and I can't remember my guy's name. Oh, However, I was very happy to give her mine, Doctor Bo. I love him. Yeah, I like my guy too. I just don't know his name. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to say the reason why our teeth are so good is because we use Quip, which is a toothbrush. <laughs> for no, those that like waiting for you to pick it up. Oh, sorry. For that, it's a toothbrush. For those that you do not know, um, it's an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Basically, um, it helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Um, yeah, they also have a subscription plan. So they deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule, which is every three months for just $5. And that includes shipping worldwide. And finally, everybody loves Quip and they were on Oprah's, sorry, Oprah, uh, <laughs> O-list named one of Time's best inventions and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Um, Quip starts at $25. If you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Becca. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca. All right. If you are a listener of this show, you have heard us talk about FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it ridiculously easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to photos on your phone. You just go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces and you get to choose your favorite frame or get free recommendations from their talented designers. Yeah, the expert team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece straight to you wherever you need it. That's the first photo I see when I walk in is from Framebridge of me and peeps. It's true. Um, I'm trying to make my apartment more cozy. I'm redecorating my office. So I've been submitting photos to get framed. And since I am a modern woman, I got all the tools for hanging them myself. Which, you know, I think is a, a big deal. That's, yes, you do. And uh, a completely handmade personalized gift from Framebridge starts at just $39. It's delivered in days and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off of their first order at Framebridge.com when you use our promo code Becca. That's Framebridge.com promo code Becca. Again, that's Framebridge.com promo code Becca. Got some emails here worth delving into. This is from Jenny, and this is something uh, I think you'll have a, a strong opinion on, both of you, because there are a couple of sides to this. Um, Jenny says, my boyfriend and I have been together three years. I'm 23. He's 26. My predicament is this. In the past year, he's gained weight, probably 30 to 40 pounds. She says, it's not the weight gain that bothers me. I still love him. I find him extremely attractive. It's the fact that he lives a very unhealthy lifestyle. Mm. Obesity runs in his family, and I worry he's going to get to the point where it's too hard to bounce back. How do I try to get him to live a healthier lifestyle without hurting his feelings? I've tried bringing it up nicely, but nothing ever changes. I don't want to wake up one day and have the man I love having health issues because of his unhealthy lifestyle. That's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. You read it as it's not the weight gain that worries me because I still love him. She's saying it's not like um, 
cosmetic physically. She doesn't like like it's almost like if you're dating a guy and all of a sudden he starts balding. Like it's oh, like, I see. I, I, like, I got, for got me, it. I'm like right. I don't She'd care. Love him no matter what. Got totally. It. He could She's be just hundred pounds. For, she like wants him to live a long, healthy life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have never dealt with this personally. I've always thought that if, you know, being in a relationship, I think people are happy and they get comfortable and they kind of like let themselves go in a sense of like they're happy and comfortable. So they don't feel like they need to like keep that part of themselves up. But I think that maybe you could just tell him that um, maybe you start working out together or doing things together, say that you want to have a healthier lifestyle and you want him to be a part of it. Um, and if he seems uninterested in that, then maybe you go a route of telling him that you're concerned. I mean, 30 to 40 pounds is not just a, I mean, that's significant weight. Well, yeah. what if somebody, and this isn't about the 30 to 40 pounds, but we've all, we've talked many times about Becca, you don't eat the healthiest. So right. what if you're with a guy who started dropping hints that, you know, and not because he thinks you're out of shape, but because he's worried about you. He's worried about your heart or your cholesterol or whatever it is. And he starts making hints. I don't feel like that's going to be received great. No, I, I, that's what I, I actually my suggestion to her was going to be to not say anything to him uh-huh. and almost just let that let yourself be an example. Like you live a healthier life, like let him see you working but out what and she, eating what healthy. She already, we don't know if she does. already. But if she if she does, then that's all she can do. I think I don't think you can say anything to anybody to really like I, I think a lot of times people take comments like that not in the best light even if you have the best intentions like no see I disagree because I think if if someone said that to me my feelings would be hurt but I would hear it and it wouldn't it would make me want I'd be like oh like sometimes you don't even realize things like that because you're like in a place of contentment you're not focused on it so until someone else points it out you're not gonna even know that you need to make a change so I think even though it'd sting a little bit if I was dating a guy and he was like hey I love you I think you're beautiful but I'm like concerned for your health and I want you I want you to be around for a long time and like I want to see you like live your best life and be healthy I'd be like even if I'm like I'm not doing anything about it it would stick I would think about it every time I ate something bad or something. But would you? Yeah, at least for a little bit it would. Yeah, at least for a little bit. See, there you go. I think think you can't make a change for somebody. They have to see it themselves. I I think so. uh, I mean, he has to do it for himself. She can't physically make him do it. But I think bringing it up and having a conversation about it would be like beneficial. Have him change his ways for a month and then go back? No, just like be like I'm concerned because... I, I get what she, what if he doesn't do it on his own and he gets to a point where it's hard to, like she said, hard to bounce back with like. But just do you work. feel like there's a point of not no return, but a point of very yeah, difficult return? Right. Very difficult return where people get way more discouraged because mm-hmm. it's like, what, like, where do I even begin? Right. Whereas he's at a place right now where he could, he could do that and like get back to a healthy place. And I think her not saying anything and waiting for him to realize it is not going to benefit either of them. Well, as a guy who spent, I met my wife when I was 26, and I spent most of those 26 years horizontal. I was a real <laughs> guy who loved laying on the couch and not doing much at all. Mm-hmm. Amy has inspired me by finding fun things for us to do together. So I would say hiking, stuff that he enjoys that's mm-hmm. active, do it with him. Don't say, can you go to the gym with me? Right. He doesn't want to do yeah. that. Take a spinning class with me? He doesn't want to do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But he might enjoy something like hiking, and I know he'll enjoy um, the uh, in my situation, I don't know where you are in this situation, three years in, uh, my wife makes very healthy meals mm-hmm. and that's helped me a great deal. Mm-hmm. So 
that her kind of taking control of that and me knowing if I just eat what she makes, I'm yeah. going to be fine. That's helped me a lot too. Yeah. I was going to say even like cook together and make it like a, it's like a date night where you cook together. If you like to cook and make healthy food, then you do that more and like try not to go out to eat as much because it's, it's really hard. Like I, even my friends when they're around me, they're like, you're the worst influence. Like it's hard to be around someone who eats terrible mm -hmm. and like, true. and try to be healthy. So, yeah. you know, Jessica Seinfeld put out that book about sneaking uh, healthy food into your kid's food. No, no. Oh, she did. Jerry Seinfeld's wife put out a book about uh, sneaking spinach or whatever it is into your kid's food and doing it in a way they'll actually eat it. You literally have to treat guys like that. We are children. <laughs> but if you can sneak healthy food, swap out the beef for turkey, he'll never know that sort of right, thing. Right, right. He's not going to know. He's going to be appreciative of the meal and stuff. And if he doesn't know it, it's not going to hurt him. It's that so is funny. how I picture guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, Works for the we're food. Kids. <laughs> yeah. But like, even like, it's so funny because even when we were in Hawaii, we had... Um, breakfast brought over from McDonald's and I don't eat McDonald's. And so I like made my own little oatmeal breakfast. Like I do every day, but it is hard when you're like around somebody like Becca, who's like constantly wanting to eat, like, you know, I and started, McDonald's doesn't tempt me, but when she wants to get the sweet treats, I'm like, Oh yeah, bring it yeah. on baby. You know, she start. I started eating healthy today. I had Greek yogurt. I had Greek yogurt with blueberries and egg whites. Wow. I'm having a rice cake and peanut butter or almond butter for a snack. Wow. Wow. Today it begins. Yeah. Good for you, Becca. Good for you, Becca. Tell me good for you when it's like day five. Yeah, well, let's, let's still, see. We want to encourage you. We don't no, want to No, I appreciate it. I, I, yeah. I, always, I can always get past breakfast. What about Dr. Pepper? I can't have that if I'm being healthy. Excellent. But I mean, I'm not. Here's the thing. I'm not giving these things up forever. I'm just trying to like have some balance in my life. Yeah. And I can't have like Dr. Pepper right now because I can't balance it. We'll get an update next week. <laughs> can't wait. I think she should suggest doing activities together, you being healthy, being an example, but also relaying the fact that you're just, you know, want him to be around for a long time and that you don't want it to get to a place where um, he feels discouraged about it. That's what I think. And I say do the opposite. <laughs> Perfect. Take one of our, how, one of our get, advices. I don't get how advices. not talking about something like that benefits him at all. Like if she's healthy and working out, he sees that and it clearly hasn't done anything. So how does I just think happen? it has to come from from within. I really do. I think that conversation, like like you said, you would do it for like a week and then you're going to go back to your old ways. You're right. He needs to make the decision, but yeah. she needs to at least put it in his head. She I has think, to put it in his head. To. He It clearly is not in his head. And she needs think, to do it in a subtle, non-confrontational kind of Yeah, sly, I love you. I think sly. you're so sexy. Yeah. And I want to keep thinking. I want to have you around for a long time because you're so sexy. And mm, yeah, it's not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whatever. Bad, that was bad, a bad, bad. example. Yeah, but uh -huh. I think you should have a talk. So, Well, let me tell you how she's going to look hot. No, she's going to smell hot. She's going to smell I think hot. we'll hit them both. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With Scentbird. It is a luxury perfume subscription service that delivers your perfect scent right to your door. They have 450 designer brands, and you choose one every month. They have Prada, Gucci, Kate Spade, Nest, and more. And all you have to do is choose a perfume, and they'll send you a 30-day supply, free shipping all the time. You skip the department store and pushy salespeople and order what you actually want. Um, yeah, this month I received Burberry London and I'm wearing it nonstop. It's one of my favorite scents, especially when the weather is like cooler and you want more of like a cozy smell. Um, do you smell wise right now? 
I don't. My nose is a little plugged from all the smoke in the air, but I'm sure you smell lovely. I smell delightful. Um, with this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% See? off your first. It's not good. That was so unpleasant for whoever's listening. Sorry. <laughs> um, with this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first perfume. That's S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash scrubbing in and use our code scrubbing in for 50% off your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash scrubbing in. Sign on and smell amazing. All right. I mean, you guys know that I've talked about my third love bra that I'm obsessed with. It's a strapless bra, and uh, strapless bras are the worst, truly, truly but not my third love bra. Um, After using millions of real women's measurements, third love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. So it's actually fits to your body. Um, It was so easy to find my bra. All I have to do is answer a few questions in the Fit Finder quiz and Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer from cups from A through H. And they have a new cotton collection that is personally my favorite. It includes cotton bras and cotton underwear and they're so incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable. You'll actually want to put on a bra. Um, Yeah, Third Love's... Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash Becca now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Becca for 15% off today. Thirdlove.com slash Becca. For those of you who don't live in Southern California, we can't begin to tell you how bizarre it is when half the city is on fire. It's just yeah. strange. Yeah. Just plumes of smoke rising from all over the horizon. It's very weird. Eerie and sad yeah. and just... There's a fire near my house this morning, so I've just been refreshing Twitter, refreshing mm-hmm. Twitter, and it's fine. It's going to be out soon, but it's just it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to thank some people. That's what we need to do. Okay. We need to thank Amazon Fire TV. To order a Fire TV of your very own, it's Amazon.com slash... Scrubbing in. The Farmer's Dog. Get free shipping and your first week free at thefarmersdog.com slash... Becca! Quip! Quip starts at just $25. You'll get your first refill pack free if you go to getquip.com slash Becca! Our listeners get 15% off your first order at framebridge.com. Framebridge is great. We love it. So go there and use our code Becca! And Scentbird for 50% off your first month. Use our code Scrubbing In! Hey, the Pie Hole brought us some pie holes. They're small, round, two-bite pies, perfect for a quick snack and eating on the go in four flavors. Pick your favorite, okay? I'll give you the four. Caramel apple, blueberry crumble, Mexican oh. chocolate, or Nutella. If you had to pick one, which would it be? Oh, I'm so torn between blueberry crumble and Nutella. Nutella's mine. Yeah? I'll go blueberry crumble. I'll go caramel apple. Pie Hole makes the perfect host gift or holiday party dessert. Locations in Hollywood, Venice Beach, Long Beach, Pasadena, Orange County, and more. It's at the Pie Hole LA on social media. And today's amazing bites and beverages were provided by Bristol Farms, SoCal's premier grocer. The fruit platters and the juices were fantastic. Don't forget Bristol Farms has the best prepared food and catering options too. Keep that in mind planning your Thanksgiving dinner. That's right. Get your meats and sides and desserts ahead of time with Bristol Farms. Arms this holiday season. I believe we have a lot of new listeners. Don't you think? People are like, hey, I got to check out that People's Choice. Oh, yeah, I bet we have podcast. a bevy of new listeners. <laughs> bevy. Wow, word of the day for Tanya. I'm going to go look that up when I get home. She's like a load. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dang. Uh, so thanks to all of you for tuning in for the first time. We hope you had a nice time. Yeah. And I'll be better next week because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I wasn't on my A game. 
Oh, we you're all feeling a little day. tired today. Right. You little know, when great. you're a People's Choice Award winners, you're, you're allowed a day off. You can coast a little bit. Only one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be better next week. Huge teaser for next week. Will Becca make it through a whole week of healthy eating? I know y'all will be sitting on the edge of your seat. Find out next week. Can't wait. Is there a cheat day? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, and Grays. We need to talk about Grays. Oh, <laughs> time of death, twelve twenty-four. <laughs> I told you, Mark's like, did you watch the latest Grays Anatomy? And I was oh, like, I cried. I was like, so I said, there's emotional. so much to talk about. We're not going to even have time to talk about Grays. I knew it. I predicted this. I manifested this. <laughs> that was oh my god. Uh,